51. I'm Alex Lott with Sparky3. I hope you're having a, a wonderful day today. If you're watching this live, watching it after the fact, or listening after the fact, we appreciate the absolute hell out of you. Uh, back after a little one-week break, we got all the boys here in the studio. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing all right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Can't complain? Sure. Okay. Sounds good. I Bye. don't know where our mindset is today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out as we go. John, what about you? How you doing? Hello. Um... We'll we'll see. Yeah, he just, um, he just woke up. Yeah, I I took a nap, like and woke up right before I came over here. So, still getting there. Still waking up. Still kind of you know shaking off the cobwebs of being asleep. Uh, so yeah, back after back after a little week break. Uh, got a lot of things to kind of uh, you know kind of shout out today. Uh, Rockstar setting the uh, the timeline of when the biggest announce really it's like the, it's one of the biggest announcements in history just because the property of the title and how long everyone's been waiting for it GTA 6 uh, come you know going to get its official reveal next month uh, Zelda is getting a live action movie kind of touch on that Zach has been playing like a dragon incorrect you told me you were it's not like a dragon it's the man who erased his name like a dragon a man who erased his name. That is the. F- that is. It the- is, but then there's the one previous to it that's just like a dragon. Well, yeah, it's but still, it's still like, like a, dra- a dragon. It's all now. like a dragon. But if I go, I it's played still, like, a dragon, like a dragon. I'm gonna be okay. Which you're being like too a dragon? Technical. Yeah, because Zach, I'm not playing the Zach, RPG this time. Here, I'm playing the man who erases name. Here's the problem: context is everything, and the game just fucking came out. <laughs> they could have re-released like a dragon again, and no one could have known. So Zach's yeah. playing like a dragon. Yeah, we're going to erase his name. We're going to chat about that here in a bit. Uh, Steam Deck uh, OLED's coming out. I'll touch on that later. Uh, Golden Joystick Awards. Uh, touch on that. Uh, Game Awards uh, is getting its live um, nominee reveal on Monday. Uh, so maybe shoot out some predictions on the Game of the Year nominees about what we think it could be because it's been a very stacked year for gaming. Uh, but before any of that, if you could, first and foremost, uh, check out some Rogue Energy with the referral link down below, promo code SPARKY3 to get 10% off. We'd appreciate that. They just announced a new flavor. Uh, is the pre-orders going up Monday or is it just launching Monday? It's uh, launching Monday on the app. You cannot buy it through their website or anything else until the next Monday on the 20th. Okay. And that is uh, Snowberry. It's a mystery flavor. It's probably just some, like, Arctic berry you know, like other uh, companies have always kind of labeled that. So shout out to that. Make sure to use the referral link to check it out. Uh, and then uh, Agent Inc., head over to Agent with the referral link and pick up a jersey and join the Discord. Uh, just, just over here laughing at myself. I hadn't actually looked at the Golden Joystick winners yet. Man, it's kind of a funny list towards it, the end. But is, we'll we'll is, get there. It is a very interesting list. We do have our guy Steve in chat, and Steve, uh, it sounds like he's kind of backing Zach up on this one, saying, it's like saying, I'm playing COD. Which one? It's like you going, I'm playing Mass Effect. Which, Which one, one, fucker? No, I mean, we just don't care about that. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We did have in seven day this week. I'll touch on that as well. Uh, but look. Or it's like going to John. He's playing RuneScape. Which one? The, there's oh, That's not. That's never up for debate, because <laughs> if you say you're playing RuneScape... N- there's like one person out there who would think you were playing RS3. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, but still, it's uh, it's there. Look, by sh- shouting out like a dragon, to me, my brain processes the new one that just came out. Which explains that you don't play the series. I don't, but it's the new release. It's also in the thumbnail, so it's 
It's the new release. It could have been the new release, but they could also have gone back to play Like a Dragon. It's the new release. Because they're spoilers. <laughs> it's the new release. It's Like a Dragon. The man, the man who, who raised his name. name. There you go. Yeah. I'm aware of what the title is. Apparently it's not. Like, it's still Like you a Dragon. You keep telling, saying it's Like a Dragon when it's not Like a Dragon, because the game is a game that is Like a Dragon. And this one's Like a Dragon. No, now it's going to be Like a Dragon, Like a Dragon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's going to be but the But it's not on the title, though. But it's if, gonna be the, if, they, if they go back and like remastered or something, that's what it'll be. No, yeah. they just throw Kiwami on it like everything else. Basically. No, no. See, now their new thing would be they would have to call it Like a Dragon twice because that's the new naming convention I mean, they, they have with it. But I mean, then they, they put Kiwami on it. Technically, they do because their uh, development team's name is Like a Dragon in Japanese. Yeah, man, those games, the, the, those games now going back and look. Just if you look at the naming convention of them mm-hmm. in in a couple of years, when a few more of them get remastered, it's gonna be so fucking confusing. Yeah, <laughs> but that the, that developer group, that team that works for Sega it, on those games, they're fully aware of it. They're totally meta gaming yeah. it. it, it yeah. That's the thing. It's like. The average person looking at it's going to go, I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Everyone, like the fandom is going to go, it's clear as day. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's, it's exactly clear. Yeah. No, it's kind of the same thing in terms of like naming stuff. It's also like, you know, with like Call of Duty or you have Modern Warfare, you know, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 2 again, mm-hmm. Modern Warfare 3, Modern Warfare 3 again. It's kind, of, it's kind of like the same thing. I've seen a lot of people bitching about that. Okay, I hate I hate to be the one to fucking bring up an anime on this show, <laughs> <laughs> but with horrible naming conventions, I was ju- I was listening to a podcast yesterday that was talking about the end of Attack on Titan. Okay, and the naming convention they they have for the li- the last few seasons and the oh, few yeah. parts of it yes. is the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> it is extremely dumb. I can't stand it. You know, like Jacob, uh, my <laughs> guy over ATFS, you know, he's an Attack on Titan fan, and I've bitched to him how much I cannot stand the naming of this season. Yeah, because it's like, just talking about horrible naming conventions, I just hurt, like, I just listened to like a 15-minute discussion of people arguing yeah. about that. I'm like, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Attack on Titan, the final season. The fu- You know, part one, the final season, the final part, you know, or just going in the final part for real this time. It's like, dude, please stop. It's like you, you just you should have never named at, it at that the point, final season. It's just a bad horror film series. It, I mean, it really is. It really is. It's like, and horror films are another ones that have like bad naming like that. Like Halloween is is a huge. We have we have three different movies called Halloween. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, it's like, goddamn it, guys. <laughs> but you know, that's that's uh, that's that's the naming industry. We have multiple. We have a couple different games called Sonic the Hedgehog. One of them's great. One of them, Sonic 06. <laughs> so you know that's 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 naming and gaming. That's naming and movies. That's naming and media, is what it is. Uh, but one name that uh, stays clear and stays clear cut, GTA 6. Uh, so Rockstar, uh, they're celebrating. I think it was their 25th anniversary or 20th anniversary. I think it's 25th. 25th sounds right. Yeah, 25th sounds right. Uh, they're celebrating that, and they made the announcement that next month they are doing the official reveal for GTA 6. I'll be fully transparent. Like, GTA is cool. Like, I want to lead the show off with it because it is a major news piece. But if I'm going to be real, it's more of a weekly wrap-up thing for us. <laughs> I, I acknowledge that. That's why I'm just kind of touching on it to go ahead and get it out of the way. Because it is a very yeah. big deal I've, for gaming, not yeah, for us, a, but for gaming. It's a humongous series yeah. and everything it, with the next installment. Fantastic. It's just we, not a lot to talk about right now. It's more so, hey, it's happening. Correct. <laughs> and none of us are GTA. Yeah. It's one of those where, of the, of the last like, like decade, 
however long GTA Five's been on. It's probably been a decade now. Oh, right? it's easily oh, been a yeah, decade. Yeah, it's been. A, it has been. It's yeah, been across it, like four different consoles. It came since. out in twenty thirteen. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a yeah. full decade. So it's it's been a full decade since then. And yeah. yeah, there's been other games to come along and like steal the show for being like the number one game yep. at the time. But GTA has basically just stayed rise or stayed at the top. Yep. For a decade, as far as like money makers in the industry and most popular games in the industry. It's just one of those where it's like, okay, six is happening. Cool. I mean, I'll we'll we'll see what it's gonna be, but for me, there there's zero excitement for it. Uh, there's not really excitement for me. I guess the I guess the excitement part for me as someone who just follows the gaming industry is like, thank God we're finally here. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> yeah. kind of that's, that's, that's where that's I'm the at. most exciting thing to me. It's like we've been having to we've been having to basically listen to about like GTA yeah. Six rumors for three years. Uh, yeah, exactly. Now the thing that I am the most curious of is what sort of reveal is this going to be? Because they already announced, hey, we're revealing it. It I, I hope it's not just going to be a quick little two three minute trailer and call it a day. Like actually fully like kind of reveal the game, maybe give us a maybe give the fans a little bit more. I would be so okay with Rockstar just throw some guy with like a suit with a briefcase to, to like a VHS player, put a VHS in, and it's just a trailer, and then he pieces out. Yeah, see that that <laughs> I feel like that would be such a like a slap in the face to the fans, you know, because like we know the game. I would far be along. more okay with that. It'd be funny. <laughs> I'd be okay with it. I mean, it'd be funny, but I mean, it'd be a slap in the face to the fans. I mean, we know the game's pretty far along based on those leaks that happened this year, last year. I don't remember which. Uh, okay, thank you. Last year, um, so. You know, or I would like to see like a pretty lengthy size reveal and then probably end it with a 2025. I'd be shocked if it ends for the 2024. I, I'll be shocked if this game's coming out next year. I'd be shocked if it comes out in 2026. Oh, really? Man. If if we're if we're talking like what they should do for the reveal, like you're saying you would like a lengthy showcase yeah, of everything. Show something off. Man. This is a big deal. It. It's Rockstar. They all, never show anything. I yeah, but you know what I want now. Now that he said that, I want that? I want a uh, what was, what was it? Uh, Gearbox Borderlands Three. Oh, oh god, awkward as <laughs> oh, fuck. God. Forty-five minute <laughs> includes for some reason a card game showcase. Yeah, I I that's what I want now. <laughs> I want. I'd that. be cool with that. I'd but be cool with that. That was that's one of the that's one of the few times a game was revealed that I was excited for where I'm watching it and I'm like, man, we're 35 minutes in and they haven't even said the name of the game yet. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I like Gearbox's games and whatnot. They don't know how to do a showcase. They don't, and it's that's it's what makes funny. it fun. At least for like the first half of it, and then you kind of sit there going, oh, please, end. Versus Devolver Digital. They just do whatever wild uh, idea they can look, think yeah. of. Devolver, like, they fully embrace that shit. You know, they're like, let's just make it fun. You know, let's just have a good time. Or they could do, um, like, what um, I can't. Square Enix did for Deus Ex um, Mankind Divided mm -hmm. and do the weird 24-hour stream reveal where it's just... The chat can control camera angles to switch to of like a prison cell, mm. only to finally reveal at the end is, is Deus Ex. Right. <laughs> so that would be that. That would probably be something that people would get excited about. Which uh, people found not, out what it was in like two hours. Mom. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, it's it's one of those it's like we'll, we probably won't get like a big reveal or something because probably not GTA Six. I mean, we've known it's coming. It's just been a matter of when. 
they could they could drop it's like they could have like a big production and everything just to show a trailer and people would lose their fucking mind. Yeah. And it's going to be the highest pre-order game in history. It's going to probably be the highest selling game in history. Yeah. And it's like, I, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily lean all the way with Zach with 2026 or then I, I would, I I don't think 2024 at all. I would be extremely shocked. Well, see, I've been in the end of 2024. Five maybe like for like holidays yeah like a holiday release because it's already gonna be a big game it's gonna have a lot of pre-orders what like what better time to release it than a holiday season for a game that's going to make all of the money ever yeah yeah uh so like gta 5 is the second highest selling game in history the only thing eclipsing it is minecraft gta 6 <laughs> fucking mojang strong man <laughs> i know dude gta 6 is gonna slide right up in there behind gta 5 in no time Mojang just throws up a diamond wall. Basically. Uh, Steve uh, said in chat, uh, GTA 5 roleplay is great. Hey, you know, fun fact, indirectly, uh, GTA roleplay is how we were graced with uh, Jacob on our Sparky 3 team because Shane plays GTA roleplay, and that's where he met Jacob, and I met Jacob through Shane. So shout out to that. GTA 5 roleplay indirectly allowed Jacob to enter our lives. So that's pretty cool. Another one of those things where GTA has been around for... GTA Five has been around for so long that people have RP servers that it's like which, it has it has hit the it hit the point years ago where it was like we need something new to do with it. I guess we're RPing this now. Yeah, and you know we we've uh, we've talked about uh, this before. You know, I think it was just this year because I think Rockstar made like a purchase of, like one of like the leading uh, like servers for roleplay yeah. or whatever, which shows that going into GTA Six they're going to potentially have like a dedicated space a dedicated like realm or server or whatever it's going to be for gta roleplay and maybe actually kind of lean into it a little bit more versus the community's play all right we're doing this now <laughs> so i don't know meanwhile red dead one day it will get its, <laughs> its current generation up nope. one day we will see red dead 2 all you get PS5. is that shitty port that god that port pisses me off so much man oh you don't worry about that there'll be a red dead 3 I mean, yeah, there were, that'll that'll happen probably before you get your your upgrade. See, that's the sad part. It probably will. They'll probably just completely ignore the upgrade. Yeah, because I mean, I, I'm I I'm want honest, to- John. I thought you were gonna say before you die. <laughs> <laughs> wow, also accurate. No, I want to say that I had it on a weekly wrap up a few a couple months ago. Uh, that like the rock star or the Take Two CEO or something confirmed that Red Dead Three was in the works already. I want to say that was a weekly wrap-up thing. So, I mean, yeah, that that will probably come out. And I'm telling you, they, they, I'm convinced they're just going to completely ignore Red Dead 2 at this point. It's not getting a it's not getting like a, a port up to PS5 with, you know, some enhancements and shit like that. It's not happening. It, it's not happening. It's just going to live a, on the PS4. What, what treatment one of the most beloved games of that year is getting? Like, did it didn't, did it, what year was that? It's 2018. Yeah, the year, it's like, that game, everybody, well, most everybody loved that game. Nobody had anything bad to say about it. And it can't even, it like, what do you have to do to get a PS5 upgrade? To be fair, the series' original game that was on PS2 and Xbox has been buried into the True. graveyard, so it does not surprise me at all. Red yeah. Dead Revolver. <laughs> really fun game, if you've never gone back and played it. has nothing to do with current... Red Dead Redemption stuff. It's still a fun series. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's one of those where it's like... Red Dead, it just seems like 
whenever they release a game, everybody loves it. Correct. Everybody p- plays it. It's like in contention for best game of the yep. year. And then like after the awards ceremony and everything, they go, eh, let's move that piece of shit to the side. Basically. I mean, basically. Red, Red Dead, that series is a weird thing where it's, one of the, it's the series of Rockstar's weird games that they can just release, and it's really good, and people actually attach to it. Versus like one of my weird Rockstar games, The Warriors. It's a very good game. It's a very good co-op game, but it came out. It happened. Rockstar moved on and got its own niche community. Yeah, yeah, but the the difference there is the 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 big game that has the big beloved community behind it gets yeah. the same treatment as your niche game. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, that's it's, what I'm saying. It's the weird one that it got the following and didn't just become yeah. a niche community. It kept growing. Yeah, and now it's like and every, Rockstar's still like yeah GTA. <laughs> yeah, Rockstar goes yeah you're you're good, but GTA Five still make money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Steve said if there was a Red Dead 2 roleplay on buying boots and a cowboy hat. There was. There was. There still probably is. No, I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's still a thing. On I mean, Red... the servers are still live, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, servers are still live. They're just not... Updating Yeah, regularly. they're not updating it. They're not putting anything new out. But as far as I know, there is there is a community that does Red Dead 2 roleplay, uh, but it is very, very, very small compared to GTA 5, obviously. I, I don't even know at this point how many people are even doing it, but as far as I know, there is a, G, a Red Dead Two roleplay. I want to say Jacob has played it, so maybe you maybe you can message Jacob in the in the Discord server and ask him about it. But yeah, uh, to double check on like Red Dead, they, it, Red Dead uh, Two is the seventh highest selling game in history, and don't get treatment for an upgrade, but whatever. Uh, but anyway, GTA Six though official reveal sometime in December, uh, so I'm gonna be looking forward to that. Uh, like I said, I mean, it'd be cool to see like a lengthy reveal. Actually, maybe showcase some, you know, some solid stuff for the game. Uh, what they kind of been working on, any sort of general like quality of life stuff, thing, whatever. You know, let's just let's just see the game. Besides, just a quick little trailer. You know, but knowing Rockstar would be a quick little trailer. But anyway, uh, so the next big piece of news that came out this week is Nintendo confirmed there's a Zelda live action movie. Okay. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm be honest. You say this is a big piece of news. I completely missed it until I looked at the script. Yeah. I had no idea. I had seen it, and I'm like, okay, this this is to me. This is along the announcements of like, like we've been bitching about game companies. It's like I don't give a shit that you're gonna make the game. Tell me about it when you have something to show me. Yes, that's this. That, that is this yep. announcement nah, to I mean, me. It is. Is I'm just like. Cool. You posted a screen. It's like you posted a screenshot of Link, or like a picture of Link to announce it. Basically, Mm -hmm. give me an actor's name so we can berate how they don't fit it. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Start start pointing out or start naming actors that you're gonna play it so that the the internet can yell at you. Yeah. The only thing that we know is that it's Nintendo and Sony working on it together. Uh, Miyamoto and uh, Avi uh, Arad is going to be the producers. Uh, Avi has, of course, done literally every Spider-Man movie project, Into the Spider-Verse, the Venom stuff, all every Spider-Man movie going back to Tobey Maguire's. Uh, he did the original Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, uh, and then Wes Ball is set to direct, who did all of the Maze Runner series. But No clue if those were good films. Uh which I've, ones? I've, I've, I've Maze, Maze Runner. Runner. I watched three. the first one. I've heard I read they the were, books. I've heard they were good. Yeah. I watched the first one. It was it was decent. Yeah, okay. 
See, that's what I've heard is that they're either like, yeah, it's good, or yeah, it's decent. That's that's all I've ever heard about him. So, so he's a solid director. Yeah, solid director. He's got a pretty short directing yeah. list. So it's like he, the, this the, could be the his point, big break. The point is, he could take what was the original concept yep. and adapt it to where people didn't hate it. Exactly. Yeah. Which is that's a plus. Yeah, that's solid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> No, uh, me and Josh, we were joking about it uh, earlier today about like the actors and stuff. And it's just like, you know, Josh is like, you know, in his opinion, one of the best moves for the film is to kind of get like, you know, lesser known actors to kind of, you know, for the film, whatever. Yeah. And I made a joke. I was just like, well, you see, Josh, there's this up and coming actor named Tom Holland that I think would be great for Link. And this random nobody that not many people have heard of named Chris Pratt, who would I crush was, it as Ganondorf. You know, I was sitting over here and was, I think you, you said, who said? Like little known actors, was that still him? Yeah, I don't know why I thought I it was said you. that, but I'm but I, I'm quoting yeah, Josh. But I, I'm sitting over here and I'm like, yeah, but Chris Pratt's so funny. <laughs> Here's <laughs> while you're going through that rant, all I could think is, what's Link's nationality? See that that's what I, they would have to kind of like. It's up for interpretation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Eskimo, it is. <laughs> No, like uh, in all seriousness, for an actor, one that I pitched to Josh, and it just depends on what they're going to do for Link, is um, uh, Makinu, uh, who played Zoro in uh, the One Piece live action. He also played like Scar in the Full Metal Projects. He's done some other anime projects, uh, live action stuff over in Japan. I think he could be a really good Link, depending on the kind of Link they go for. Uh, but I will say for this, like I, when I was talking to Josh about it, I have zero expectations of any sort of like adaptation of a game. I think this is going to be a, a whole new Link in a whole new Hyrule, and it's going to be a new entry on the timeline. I mean, that'd be fair. I mean, they can yeah. get away with that. Yeah, they can. It's 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 the safest route, <laughs> in my opinion. It is the safest route. Or they just triple down on um, Tears of the Kingdom or Ocarina of Time. If they really wanted to go for a risky play, they go for Ocarina of Time. If they, yeah, if they really want a risky play, yeah. <laughs> Ocarina of Time is the one that you want to risk it on if you uh, want to be risky. Link in modern day. Oh, please don't. Please do not put those. De- I don't want to see or that. Alex, they want to take a real risk. They can just go full in and do uh, four swords. Oh, yeah. That that would also be pretty much any game would be a risk. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some that are more risky than, than others. That's why I'm in the impression. You thought we were going to do one link? Here's four. Yeah, exactly. Have fun <laughs> with four of them. I mean, hey, if they could, you know, if they could, you know, portray anything anything similar to how like oscar Isaac portrayed moon knight where he played two versions of himself yeah uh, then maybe they could do it i don't know you know that was awesome moon knight's incredible that's some of the yeah. best acting in the mcu yeah but what you here's the thing if they have multiple links they all have to be a different actor no no <laughs> yes please, no no yes. no no, but no, no they no. all have to be a different actor but from their perspective it's all the same person <laughs> no, 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 please. <laughs> That's like some tropical thunder crap right there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, when I was talking to uh, Josh about one thing that we were kind of talking about is like, you know, I, you know, with how like, um, you know, the Yu Yu Hakusho like live action trailer, how great that looked and stuff. One Piece turned out to be great. It's just like, okay, or maybe we're finally entering the era of good anime live, you know, you know, adaptions, whatever. It's like. Can we enter the era of solid video game stuff? Five Nights at Freddy's did great. That that was a really good movie. You know, it's like can we continue to push that that needle of like video game stuff being like good, you know, live action movies. You know, Mario, great movie in my opinion, but you know, it being animated kind of gives it some slack. You yeah. know, what I mean? it makes it a lot easier. 
which is what I thought Nintendo was going to do for every project. If I'm going to be honest with you, I thought every I thought every film project they were going to do was going to be animated. I was shocked to see Zelda live action. I'm like, it makes sense. There are a few properties they have that make sense as live action. You know, Zelda being one, Metroid being another. Uh, but I was, I, I was expecting just anime projects across the board. So hopefully, hopefully it will be good. Since- Shut the fuck up. <laughs> be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> With Nintendo being so heavily involved, I have faith that it will be good. We'll see, though. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Zach. <laughs> Actually, don't shut up. This is your time to shine. It's time to talk about Like a Dragon. The man who erased his name. Yes. So I'm going to be honest. There was a good chance I almost didn't play this for uh, the show. Um, if we weren't talking about it on the show, I probably wouldn't have played with it. Because I've gone dived hard into mobile games right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you got three hours of uh, the man who erased his name. I'll take it. Um, first off, this game visually looks amazing compared to um, Ishin and Like a Dragon. I understand Ishin was technically a re-up from a game that already yeah, came I th- out. I think it was a, a remaster. Yeah. And then Like a Dragon was the last main series game. Um, the not visually looks phenomenal. Like best so far? Easily. Because okay. like, it's pretty much... Seamless transition between cutscene and actual gameplay, and it looks almost identical to a point where I went and looked up a glance of like, is this on Unreal Engine 5? I didn't actually, did I actually look that up? No, I just questioned. I didn't actually look at it. Look it up. Sorry. I thought about looking it up, but I had to play because otherwise I wasn't going to. Um, yeah, no, it's back to Kiryu's style of. Um, just the dragon engine that they use. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a solid engine. Um, they also decided for this game to show off their new um, developer logo, and they did it in Marvel style. Did they? Yes. That's actually cool. So it's just all shots of the more iconic characters from some moments throughout all the games, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and fuck this game. So it it, like ro- it it rolls the developer thing which is awesome and then it loads in the menu menu looks nice you hit start then it's just like added content infinity wealth uh game trial demo has been loaded so there is a trial game for infinite wealth in this game really but you go to click on it, it's like finish the main story fuck you <laughs> <laughs> why would you pop that off when i first launched the game and then leave that shit there that is kind of an asshole. Thing because, to do. No, I mean, they would have they, let, they let you know that it's there. They're, they're just giving you motivation to finish this game. But no, that was my exact. I was like, oh, I guess I could try this real quick, and it just immediately says, "Yeah, finish the main story." They're trying to just motivate you to finish the game. I wonder. I wonder if they have a. They've got to have a stat for the number of people that saw that and immediately tried to click on oh, it. Oh, they've got. They to. have to somehow. They're way too meta not to. But um. So finally getting the game and everything, and more or less it's... So for anyone who wants to play the games chronologically, don't play this game right now um, because it has immediate spoilers for Song of Life. I assume at some point in the game it's going to have spoilers for Like a Dragon because timeline-wise, this is happening the same time as the Like a Dragon storyline. And then it immediately, within like the first 30 minutes of the game... Tells you what happened at the end of uh, Song of Life. 
like just hands down they're just like we're assuming you've played this so here we go <laughs> which is funny for me i own all the yakuza games multiple copies of some of them still haven't played all of them really yeah but um so it runs through the generic opening of kiryu's on a job under his new code name uh helping out this girl some guys think oh drunk girl let's go hit on her get rid of the old guy Kiryu naturally does his thing. Kiryu has become Superman in a slight way with this game. How old is Kiryu at this point? He is like in his fifties. Okay, he's only only in his fifties because I know in, in in like some of the early games you start off playing him and then it has a ten year gap yes. between the next time you play him. In terms of this game, it is twenty eighteen. Okay. okay. Yes. Um. So my whole thing with him being Superman, because in so far in every fight with cutscenes at this point, it's just like people standing up to Kiryu's like, "Hey, you get out of the old way, old man." And Kiryu's just like, "You want to? You don't want to do this?" And everyone's like, "Oh yeah, old man." And Kiryu just goes, puts him in his back pocket, <laughs> and then starts throwing hands every cutscene. <laughs> you would you would think. After the amount of time that it's taken, I don't give a shit if Kiryu's somewhere different, like in the world at this point. You would think some of these thugs just have to have heard of him. Yeah. Or, oh no, right. they or, all or, know him. Or, okay. or I was gonna say they got to see a picture of him. And it, it's like it just like they got to look at him and go, you know, maybe maybe this is a bad idea. <laughs> I'm in full agreement with you, John, because it's even. At this point, in like I've only played the first chapter. The first chapter took me two hours because there's a shit ton of cutscenes. But um, even in that first chapter, it's made several references. Like he is the legendary dragon. He w- was the best brawler in all of the Yakuza. He is the top dog. <laughs> it's just like, I- and, and it's a funny thing where even with all this, there's still tons of people who have no clue who he is. <laughs> they know him by name. But not they don't, what he they looks haven't like. seen him, yeah. He, he, he's gonna start carrying around like some business cards or something. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, hey, bef- beforehand, before you continue, be- before, before I have to like beat you down, you might want to read this. Well, no, so that's sort of the whole point of this game is that so for anyone who cares to still go play Song of Life and whatnot and know how the story is, it's gonna be a bit spoiler because there's no way for me to do this without spoiling. But, um, wait a moment. One, two, three. All right. Um, more or less the whole thing with Kiryu having a racist name. He's going by code name Joryu because he's made a deal with the group you're fighting from the sixth game to more or less give up his entire life. He gives up his um, name, gives up... he More or less, on documentation, he is dead. Mm-hmm. And he's gone into hiding, given, doesn't contact anyone and whatnot to keep the secrets of this group that he found out in order to keep his um, adopted uh, niece, her son, and then the orphanage he took over in the timeline safe because more or less it's some faction, political faction that's seriously threatening. It was like, yeah, if you reveal us, we're going to destroy this orphanage and put all these ki- kids in the homeless and stuff like that. Keep in mind, this isn't the Yakuza. This is a political organization. <laughs> um so that's the whole reason why he's given up his name and pretending to be this Joryu. Mm-hmm. And he works jobs for him as needed and yada, yada, yada. Um, 
And I enjoy this game setting because it fully is just like, you're here. You get, you know the gist. It's Kazuma Kiryu you're playing. Because most of the game, Yakuza games, it starts out like, all right, here's a fight. Here's like three thugs for you to beat up or whatnot. This one's full on just go like, here's eight guys, go ham. <laughs> really throwing you into it. And it fully embraces that in every fight because it's just like, throw more guys at him. <laughs> yeah, just keep them coming. Have your, have fun. Go ahead and go ahead and get it going. And the funny thing with it is, it is also in the cutscenes addressing that Kiryu's old as fuck. <laughs> because after every fight in this cutscene, it very audibly has him breathing heavily. Mm. He's still the one standing, but he's breathing heavily. Now. He's getting old, man. <laughs> she's getting she's not as easy as it used to be. <laughs> but um combat system is still fun. It's uh definitely different because Usually it's all of Kiryu's different combat forms, but this time, during his time in hiding in this organization's uh, safe house place, he's picked up their fighting style, which is being called agent, because this political group, they're not thugs, they're agents. Um, so he's learned their fighting style, which is like a meticulous, like material, um, material, militaryistic fighting style where it's precise hits and things like that. And then gadgets because he straight up Spider Man's people. He has a he has a <laughs> wristwatch which is called Spider, and it throws magical thread where you can grab people and then just fling their ass anywhere you want. Manifest not a reference. I don't know what it is. Um, and then when you're roaming around the world, you can use it to just grab stuff out of trees and stuff. If that ain't a reference, I don't know what it is. <laughs> because when it first showed me that, I went Spider Man, eat your heart out. <laughs> uh. Um, and apparently you get more gadgets, but I haven't got another one yet. Yeah. Uh, then he has Yakuza style, which is his uh, Dragon, Ado- um, Dragon of Dojima style, where you just, it's just all his combat styles into one, and you just beat people's faces in. Mm. So, been a little bit interesting learning the, re- getting readjusting to the new way that the uh, live action fighting is, as well as the one of the new heat systems, which I don't think was in 6. I don't quite remember. It's been so long. Where... So with your heat gauge, you can do a special attack, which more or less finishes most people off. But in this one, if you have a heat gauge, you can hit uh, right trigger or R2, depending on what you're on. And more or less, I equivalent it, you just go into boss mode mm-hmm. because you act like a boss, half the attacks don't stag you anymore, and you just flip around the screen and kill everyone that's there. I've had no issue. Like, even some of the, like, bosses, <laughs> I just go into Kiryu's boss mode and I just pummel them in the ground. <laughs> Like, straight up. I was like, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, no, game throws you more or less straight into it. And story-wise, just like, all right, here's the setting. Here's everything. Um, yeah, we're going. You're all being ambushed. Now it's a big fight in the docks. I I, I got to say, I can appreciate when games do that. When it's it's like you're, you're this far into a series, and they go... You fucking know what we're doing at this yeah, point. Yeah. Just fucking play it. Yeah, <laughs> just, you know, you know, it. you know the gist of it. We're just gonna go through this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like here, we'll only give you like eight to ten people to fight, so you can readjust to the co- new combat style. Go. <laughs> oh, I mean, as I said, it took two hours to complete the first chapter because it was a lot of cutscenes. But in that, I had the initial fight against like six uh, street thugs, the harbor fight, which is. The second half of the tutorial where you fight another eight thugs, then the whole ambush where you fight. I'm pretty sure it was about 20 NPCs for like two sets of rounds. 
<laughs> all who had weapons. Um, He's getting too old for this. <laughs> yeah. Then you do have a, have a walk around that's on rails where you do some stuff where you fight another eight thugs on a roof in a small space, walk down from there, have another cutscene where you then go into a parking garage and fight another 12 thugs and one boss, which leads into another cutscene, which leads into a two-phase boss, <laughs> which then finishes up with Kiryu being taken away by a new handler who's a prick, who you then do a dungeon run where you fight waves of thugs, four bosses, and I learned the fun that is doing live action because I can just end bosses by picking up nightsticks and throwing them at them. It's dumb. It's really dumb when you're in the middle of a boss fight and they're like one health and you just take a little baton. Boom. <laughs> yeah, then chapter two ended and I didn't mess with, or chapter one ended and I haven't messed with chapter two yet. No, oh, okay. Okay. Other than that, um, as I said, during this timeline, it's having at the same time as the Like a Dragon storyline. Kiryu's just like a couple of days ahead of... Uh, I think his name was Roma. I can't remember. Ryoma. I can't remember his name at the moment. No, it's Ichiban. Ichiban's in there. I was about I was about to say that that doesn't sound like Ichiban. No, yeah, Ichiban. Because it, you straight up get cleaned up at the homeless camp that Ichiban's being healed up by uh the, the nurse. For okay. anyone who's played like Dragon, because the people are said like, "Yeah, there's that guy used to be a nurse. He's currently in there with some guy who got patched up who also looked like Yakuza. He was he was shot and whatnot." <laughs> So this one taking place at the same time that one's going to really help lead into the next game coming out in like Pretty what, January. Much. That's why I said is it January? Yes. Okay. That's why I said that it, probably at some point there's going to be like a dragon spoilers in here at some point. Right. For the um, for the uh, for the for first like a dragon game. Yeah, the one that actually called like a dragon. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. <laughs> it's so fucking confused. Yeah. Just wanted, just wanted to clarify. I don't I, reference this one as like a dragon. It is the man who erased his name. Yeah. No. No. But when when you're having to when you're having to say like like he's he's referencing them all as like a dragon. Well, it's, what all, he, it's what he knows them as. Well, at this point. I was also thinking of like the next game is called like a dragon infinite Being wealth. Well. So that's why I was just like when you said spoilers. Well, I had to clarify the first game or. Potentially, the, uh, like, uh, and this is why you talk, call them by their well, main tagline. Well, yeah, that's why the the previous one, it wasn't it uh, Yakuza like a dragon. Yes, no. true. So, anyway, but overall, pretty impressed so far, especially graphics wise. So oh good. yeah, so far, I mean, it's solid. All right. Well, oh. looking forward to hearing more about it someday. I know you said if it wasn't for the show, you wouldn't have jumped into it. So I don't know. Probably how, not. I don't know how quickly you're gonna you continue to play this over the next few weeks. We'll so, see. Yeah, we'll see. You know, next week uh, we've got Persona Five Tactic coming out. Are you playing that one pretty quickly? Uh, probably. Uh, I'll probably play it Saturday morning. Um, that same day Mario RPG comes out. I've got it pre-ordered uh, and coming on Friday because uh, I'm busy Friday, so I won't be able to play either game. So. Uh, Super Mario RPG may play it before the show. We'll see. Uh, I may just hop into Tactica next week. It'll be on Game Pass. I'm uh, I'm working Sean. my way through uh, a new playthrough of Tales of Arise right now. Ooh, getting ready for the DLC. When's that come out? This month. Sounds right. Yeah, uh, I don't know when the deal the DLC might be out. I don't know. I think it was either the eighth or the fifteenth. Hmm. But uh, right. but yeah, I just started a. But with there, I started a playthrough of it. I mean, 
it's fun. Right. It's like I'm just I'm working my way, just gonna I'm gonna work my way through it. I didn't feel like going from my like post game post in game save to try to figure out the DLC from there. Yeah. I wanted to re reacquaint myself with it. Uh, so just work my way through it. I'll play the DLC when I get to it. The only thing I've been kind of touching on in my free time is uh, been I went back to Miles Morales for the first time since it came out. Uh, man, do I. I already miss the web wings so much. <laughs> I already miss the traversal so much. And then I'll, I, when, when going into it to replay the game, I'm just like, all right, you know, 100%ed Spider-Man 2. Let's see if we can 100% this 100% remaster whatever. Let's do that. Cool. Man, I'm looking at the achievements of Miles Morales, and I'm getting in the game, kind of doing, you know, stuff. I'm like, fuck, this game's tedious as shit. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I'm 100% this thing. God damn, it's tedious. And I'm sitting there thinking about, like, me and Josh, you know, talking about Spider-Man, you know, how we 100% is. It's just like, you know, he was saying, it's like, man, I just I wish there was more, and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm kind of happy with what Spider-Man 2 had. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that I went back to Miles, I'm just like, I don't know if I want more. Miles is tedious as fuck, man. What's, like, the first one? Like, when I was playing through it, I was doing, like... I was hundred percenting everything that I came across, and yeah. at a point, at a point, I was just like, "Man, some of these, some of these activities just aren't fun." Yeah, that's how I feel about a lot of the miles. <laughs> it's like, God, these are, these are just not fun. These are just fucking tedious. So that's that's about all I've been playing in my free time. That and still kind of touching on Cyberpunk right now. Still kind of messing with that. I still have not done Phantom Liberty yet. I'm still just playing through like the main story at the moment. A uh, lot, obviously, a lot of side content to kind of go through and have a good time on. And then Marvel Snap, they just uh, released their new season with uh, Kamala Khan. Yeah. So Miss Marvel's now added to the game. So I was gonna say, like my Cyberpunk playthrough again. I'm like, I don't know, like around twenty ish hours in, haven't touched the DLC. Yeah, no, I mean, there's just so much to do, you know, before you want to end up touching it. Steve, I don't know if you're actually still watching. Have you actually started Cyberpunk? Because I know you bought it. You know, after listening to us talk about it, so let me know. God damn it, dude! I played. I I started playing so many fucking games. Played yeah. Played some uh, demos of games on Steam recently. Uh, backpack battles. Hey. Uh, I've, I've been it's like one of my buddies turned me onto that. I've been playing it. It's, I mean, it's a auto battler in the same vein of like Super Auto Pets. Hmm. Uh but instead of like crafting a team of pets and that, uh, you're an ad- adventurer, uh, and you increase the size of your backpack and combine uh, and like put items of like different weapons, food, m- like magical items and stuff in there. They can combine in different ways, and it's just it's fun. A bunch mm. of different recipes and stuff. I still haven't figured them all out. Which reminds me. John and me, during our break week, did take a time and spend a night playing the finals. Yeah, how was that? I mean, it's still fun to me. The game I is surprisingly it. fun. Like, I didn't I didn't have much of an expectation going into it. Uh, single game versus the tournament mode, it's not really a comparison. Tournament mode is way more fun. Yeah. Uh, in the sense of you get way more rewards, and it's just more fun, like, going from round to round rather than just playing a single round. It, it feels like and, there's a lot more going on. And it feels a lot more alive because versus a single match, it's three teams fighting for one single uh, cash box and vault. This is four teams on a map usually fighting for 
one or two, or sometimes someone, someone wants to be a prick, they'll put it, all of it into one vault. So then you have 12 people fighting for a single vault. Yeah. In which, as I've mentioned before, the map is very destructible. Yeah, that was what, everything that, can be destroyed. That was uh, I got caught off guard by how destructible it actually was. So basically, when Zachary was really trying to stress everything, you it's just like you didn't fully know know what he meant well, until you, you got in you there. You don't like you hear, you don't comprehend it until you do it. Like it's you know you know how like when you, like if you play, go to play Rainbow Six Siege and you haven't played it in a long time and you get into yeah. a round and the first thing someone does is blast the wall open with a shotgun. Yeah, it, it's like. That level of you go, oh, that's right. right. Because me and Zach ended up on a roof, and I was trying to figure out how to get in. He goes, John, he throws like a C4 onto it and blows the wall open. I go, that's right. <laughs> Everything is destructible. That's right. Yeah, it's, w- so, it's sort of ridiculous because it's a big enough mechanic that it can very much change people's strategies to use it well. Right. The The one thing the one thing I will say about that game that I, I would I would like to see more of is weapon variety. Yeah. Because there's two like ARs in the game right now for like the, the medium mm-hmm. class. There's no reason to use the second one that, or the one that you can unlock over the, 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 the base AKM. One. Yeah. It has like the same damage. It has a smaller mag, but I think it shoots slightly faster. Um, uh, but the, the AKM is more full auto versus the one which I was using is a semi auto and it has an actual scope on it. For the for the light, or I mean for the medium, yeah. Because I, I I bought them and I couldn't I couldn't tell I couldn't really find a reason to use it over the other one. Maybe we're thinking of two different guns. We might be okay. Because, uh, but yeah, it's like weapon variety. The equipment in there is the equipment. Equipment's fine. There's yeah, a, no, there's, there's a, a shit ton there's of equipment. There's a shitload of equipment. There's like, like, as far as weapons go, there's basically like three weapons or so per like three unlockable weapons per class uh in a sense almost so it's like somewhere between yeah, you three and it, four though. for like each class yeah. whereas the equipment in there is the, like even the the equipment that you don't unlock like you you have a shitload of options yeah because it's a excessive amount for each character, it would allow for different strategies. Like, and they even added a couple new equipments with this open beta versus the closed beta. Like, uh, the heavies had a, a dome shield deployable, and this one, which was not available in the closed beta, um, which actually I think with this one they did actually expand the equipment a lot. Now that I really think about it, um, versus like the weapons and whatnot, because for the most part, the weapons were every build had like two me- medium range, two close range, and then uh, three short range. Unless you're light, then you had like a shit ton of short range. Yeah, which I will say, it's like I would like to see more weapon variety, but I will say at the end of the day, the equipment was by far the more interesting part of it. Yeah, uh, because like different, it, it's like you can have, I think it was three different equipment slots. Yes, uh, and like different types of grenades are considered equipment as well. So it's like you can have. Uh, and then there's also, there's a bunch of different types of grenades. There's traps. There's, there's mines. Uh, yeah, there's mines. There's, uh, a boot, basically. It's like a boost pad, which yep. I was using for <coughs> a little while. I, I, I ended up, uh, I put it in my like secondary mm-hmm. 
in favor of the sonar grenade at the like after a little while because that thing is just fucking wild. Yeah, sonar gate grenades are OP. Yeah, I mean it's it was more fun than I expected it to be. It's one like when it when it comes back around, I'll I'll uh, be playing it whether I play it with Zach or a couple of my buddies because it is going to be free to play when it comes out. Shout out to that. Uh, Steve said uh, he's only played Cyberpunk for about an hour. Uh, so very still early in that gigantic prologue the game has. I was the, about to say the he, game doesn't open up to you till the, you know that the big mission whatever. I was about to say at that point I don't think he he's yeah, fi- you, finished his background thing. Yeah, yet. he may not even finish no. the background story. because no. I think I think the background. Yeah, even if you're, j- it depends just on like, which ju- background. Well, yeah, it's like well, even if you're the just, shortest one still takes over an hour. I was yeah. gonna say if you're just kind of going straight forward, it takes about two hours. Yeah. Uh, we do also have a very special guest here popping in the chat tonight. Allison popped in. She said, mm, backpack, uh, which also <laughs> leads to Steve's next question where he said, do you get encumbered in that backpack game that you were talking about? Hello, Allison. Hopefully you're doing well. How are you? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, not, not actually. Yes. In a sense, if you have too many weapons, your stamina usage is too high then you can't actually do anything. Okay. Because so it'll you do get encumbered. <laughs> it, it, it's a, it's a, I guess technically you could consider it encumbered. Because okay. uh, each each different weapon in that game has high like either no like zero to high stamina cost, and it attacks so many times per second. And if it goes through it, you don't have stamina. You just can't attack. Hmm. But it's a fun game. Uh, another one that I played. Oh, what was it called? Uh, Bellatro? Oh so, yeah, you're talking to me about that it's one. It's a it is a poker roguelike game. <laughs> it Try is. and figure. Th- so based on that, Alex, what do you think you do in the game? For which one though? Bellatro. I was reading the comments. Bellatro. It's a poker roguelike. Dude, I don't even know. <laughs> what the fuck? Give me what? your best guess. <laughs> I have no clue. Okay. No clue. Okay. <laughs> Basically, how it works is, uh, when you start, when you start, you have a full. Okay, not the different elements to it is as you unlock different cards that are essentially like the items in the game. Uh, as you unlock them, you unlock additional decks to use, and the decks are essentially your character class that you would use in a normal roguelike game. So, like the starting one is you get more hands that you can play. There is one where you your deck has no face cards, and then there's ones where like you start with no discards and stuff like that. Uh, so it's like, it, that's your modifiers for it. But the way the game works is you start it, and there's a, essentially a point total that you have to to hit in a limited number of hands. Uh, and when you play, when you play a poker hand, every card that counts towards that hand, so if you play, if you, you can play up to five cards, but if you play five cards and you, you're you don't have anything besides like high card and say it's a king only the king scores points so only the cards associated with the hand played score points and you i think default is you you can play three it's three or four hands so within three or four hands you have to hit the blind and when after you hit the blind and you beat it you essentially go to a little shop and then you can buy your modifiers change your deck out and stuff like that. And then you go to the next round, which is the, uh, the big blind, which is a higher point total that you have to hit. 
and then every third blind is a boss round essentially that has a modifier attached to it so it might it may be something like uh like heart the suit of hearts gives no points so regardless of what the card is or what the hand is if you play a heart card you get no points or uh it may it may be something where you have to play five five cards for a hand because you have the option to only play one card or however many cards you want to but some of the modifiers are you have to play five cards at a minimum so Mm -hmm. it's a it's one where it's a lot more fun if you enjoy poker but even without enjoying it it's or even if you're not a big poker fan it has everything laid out for you Mm -hmm. like if you don't if you're not sure if you if what you would uh because you can select the cards beforehand and it'll tell you what hand you're actually playing there the the in-game like information for for it as far as like poker hands right like anything you could have a question about with it the in-game information is actually really good for a demo okay (laughs) so it's it's extremely helpful to to see all that and at any point in time you can open up your deck to see what cards are in there Hmm. because you can modify it completely like i've had runs where I end like I convert all of two of my suits into others, so I'm only playing with two suits in my deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of cool modifiers and everything to it. I haven't unlocked anywhere close to. Like, Did you end up buying the full game? Not yet, because oh, it's God. gonna be it's it's gonna be a while. I'm gonna it's. I think I've wish listed it. If not, it is 100% getting wish listed because uh, it's gonna be a, a couple months before it comes out. I think. Because okay. I, I know Backpack Battles is, I think, April. Hmm. Allison said, hating small children, not regretting life choices. But other than that, she's doing great. Allison, you're doing a great job. Keep keep being the best teacher you can be. <laughs> I, know it's, I know it's tough out there with the, with the kids. And then Steve over here is aggressively trying to convince me to buy NHL 24 to play with him. Why? Because he really wants to play it on the PS5. Okay. okay here's There's the- an online system. Go f- find random strangers, Steve. Also, like, I'd almost be down for that, but here's the thing. Man, these games are hard. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's my mindset, too. Those games are hard. Those games are difficult. I downloaded downloaded 23, I think it was, because I think it was on Game Pass. Yeah. And I opened up the the controls, like, menu. I've never seen more controls options in a game. Yo, I, I, there are different options for Zach, the controls. Where there's you can, a, like, send it there's down like to arcade a full, level. I do that. There's like a full <laughs> thirty-page option just for if you're going forward, dude. It's insane. Goddamn. If you're it's go, insane. if you're if you're skating backwards, everything is different, dude. It is <laughs> it is insane. The controls that's just, are too that's much. That's just the offensive page. <laughs> I've I've like it's too much. I, I've I've played MMOs with less options for controls. <laughs> Dude, it's it's too much, man. Send that thing down to NHL Arcade '94 and just press three buttons and have a great time. That's the way that I play these games. Now I learned I wasn't good at, at uh, NHL games when I when I bought Tape to Tape, <laughs> which isn't even a like, no. It's full a, it's not NHL even. Game. It's a very simplistic like uh, hockey game. That's a roguelite, and man, I suck at that. So I was like, man, I'm I, I enjoy these games, but man, I'm bad at them. So Steve said no to what you said because he's like, I've never played it. I'm not about to get dumpstered by a pro. Which fair, 
That, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm horrible. I, like, see, for me testing it, I just jumped into, I think it was NHL 20. It was then why'd on, you buy it? No, he hasn't bought it. He oh, wants to okay. buy it. No, he wants to buy no, it. No, he, yeah, he, he, he wants, wants to someone... buy it, but he, he wants me to like do like a, a franchise or a dynasty, whatever, whatever the term oh, is. Okay, gotcha. See, for it. Oh, wait. Yeah, he's on PS5. Never yeah, mind. he's on PS5. Because he got death. bullied into it. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to get me to get it. You know, he hasn't got it yet, as far as I know, but he's trying to get me to get it. Uh, I, I, chances of that happening are low, my friend. I'm just being real with you. Allison also said she got called a bitch the other day by a teacher or a kid. That, that's that's the thing we need to clear. Or, Allison, uh, another, or a parent yes. or, or a kid. Allison, that's what we have to clarify You need to have here. wrestling day at this school. And a just, wrestling day. Yeah, just make just make a little ring out of the desk. Yeah, just <laughs> set, set up in your room. Tell the kids, you know, this is like Fight Club. You go first show them Fight Club so they can understand the importance of Fight Club. Don't show them Fight Club. Show, show them backyard the, wrestling. No, show them Fight Club so they know not to talk about it. You don't talk about it. And then and then do your thing in the classroom and set it up uh, by a five-year-old. Kids these days, man. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, yeah, you know, the kids these days thing, that that, ring, that rings very true because I was uh, I was doing my side work earlier, right? right? And I am not entirely sure, but I might have seen a five-year-old with a gun, but I don't know. Because normally, like kid, like toy guns are very clearly a toy gun, yeah. And guns and toy guns that look like a gun has like the orange cap on the front. Yeah. This gun looked like a real gun and had no orange cap, and he just had it in his belt, like a five-year-old kid with his brother. The mom was right there, and I'm like, "Is this a gun? I don't know. I would safely assume no, but goddamn, did it look real? So kids these days, man. What you get for like? Trying, trying to think about other what other people's situations are. Yeah. Man. Just let them live just their life. Them, and don't I, worry I did. About I just it. walked away. I'm like, hey, look, I'm trying to do my job right now. I, I need to leave. I, I got to do my job. I'm trying to make some money. Uh, there was a teacher that was shot by her own. So is that the one that like happened like in like uh, like the Virginia area or something? Or are you referring this happened at where you work? As I, I remember the headlines of that happening somewhere over on like the East Coast. I remember that, but uh, I haven't heard anything else. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, I heard about that one. Heard about that one. That's what kids these days, man. It's insane. The era that we're in. Uh, but back, also back to Steve. Steve, I don't know if I'm gonna get him in. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm low on time. You're besides, you're low on time. You're trying to push me to get this game. You're you're worse on time than me right now. What do you mean, man? Oh, geez. She got millions from the school. Yeah, that's what I saw that too. Yeah, she came out big time on top of that one. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, what have we learned that get shot, get paid? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, someone rear ended my vehicle. I got paid. That's true. That's true. That did happen to you. Uh, all right. So, the next thing that I had on the docket was Game Awards. Game Awards Game of the Year nominee. Um, we all the nominees are being revealed. I think it was Monday. I think it was yeah, yeah. I think it was Monday. Monday. Is or next Tuesday. Monday. Yeah, this upcoming Monday or Tuesday. Uh, one of the two. Uh, so I was just gonna kind of ask, like, what do you guys think is gonna be like the six Game of the Year nominees? Like, because obviously there's a there's a lot of like smaller titles that were absolute bangers that could make it in there, like a Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, yeah. You know that that's one that could make the argument. Uh, I know people could make the argument for like Sea of Stars. That came out. A lot of people are raving about that, but it's like we had, you know, Spider Man. That'll be in there for sure. Baldur's Gate three is in there. Tears of the Kingdom's in there. Those three are locks to be in there. Pikmin four. Hey, hey, high selling Pikmin game ever, baby. Pikmin four. Hey, sold over uh, two million units in its short release. Shout out to that. <laughs> Shout out to that. Dude, the filter, the filtering is killing me. Man, I forgot that I still have it set to filter. I, I see it. 
I see it. You're a bunch of bullies. Here, I'll show it to you. I see your message. I got you. Ban him. <laughs> no, I'm not going to ban him. I got him. I got him. Uh, but no, those three are locks, but it's like, what else could be in there? You know what I mean? Like we have the resident evil, uh, four remake, uh, you have, uh, final fantasy 16, uh, um, final fantasy 16 might get a nod. If of them, of all of the games, it's probably going to be the one that gets pushed out of it. Um, uh, I think because of the massive hype train, train it had behind it, granted it didn't last too long. Yeah. Hogwarts legacy is going to end up in there. Probably. Uh, it's not going to win, but it's going to be on the list. Yeah. What about uh, Ellen Wake 2? That one had a 94 on Metacritic. It's probably going it, like, to... I could say it'd sneak in. I could see it be in there just because of the critical success of it. Yeah. So like uh, looking at like just Metacritic alone, which I understand is not the all-in be-all. It's just a good gauge to kind of get you know understand where these games rank. Because, I mean, I don't feel the need to pull up every review score because there's tens and fives across the board. But you know, like, So like highest games this year... Uh, Tears of the Kingdom at a 96, Baldur's Gate 3, 96. Uh, had a couple re-releases with Witcher 3 and Metroid Prime, of course. And then Alan Wake 2, 94, Resident Evil 4, 93. Street Fighter 6 came in at a 92. Uh, let's see, Mario Brothers Wonder. Is that going to be in there? That came in at 92. And man, I that, could see that. I, just... I could see Mario Brothers Wonder being in there. I don't know if, I don't know if it'll make the... The cut. I think it's probably the clear winner for the Nintendo category. This oh, year. oh, easily. Oh, yeah. No contest on that one. Although, although Nintendo doesn't normally win that category. Last couple <laughs> the years, the family no. category, yeah. where it's literally five yeah. Nintendo games and one non-Nintendo game, and the non-Nintendo game wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nintendo's gotten cut the last couple years. Yeah. Uh, like, see, Sea of Stars came in at ninety-one. Diablo four to ninety-one. I feel like Sea of Stars is. There, like there's there's always like the best RPG category. Sea yeah. of Stars is gonna it, be like it's highly good. nominated yeah. in, in that category. But unfortunately, it came out the same year as Baldur's Gate. 3. That's the unfortunate yeah. thing. Yeah, it's it's like it's one of those where it'll win best indie though. Oh, I mean, like like what other indies would it compete with? I mean, Dave the Diver is apparently a phenomenal game that yeah, came in at a, that. that came in at a ninety. That'll be in the that'll be nominated for best indie, but like. You know what? What else would come into the, like the indie category that can compete with Sea of Stars? You know what I mean? I'd have to look. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, Steve asked, "What about Starfield?" That's the ultimate question. Is Starfield going to get nominated for Game of I, the Year? I feel. <laughs> here's the thing: Is it gonna I, get the pat on the ass and get in there? I think that's, it that's, might. Is the cause, unfortunate because yeah, that's thing. the thing. It would just be a pat on the yeah, ass. <laughs> the thing is, it it should in no way ever win game of the year yeah. but it is it is like the biggest a big name title yeah, it's the biggest name one of the biggest name titles to come out this year it's probably gonna be nominated just because of name alone yeah it's like name developer and everything is gonna get it nominated it shouldn't win if, if it does win it was rigged if it, if it win like i don't think it i don't really think it wins any category that's like that's not me hating on the game because the game was enjoyable enough, and a lot of people loved it. It's not for me. Yeah, but I don't. the The problem is it wasn't the banger, or it didn't come out being like the big banger that we were hoping it was going to be. And there was a bunch of other good stuff that came out this year. John got a prediction right, even if he did get lit up for it. Right. Uh, Steve said, "Star <laughs> Wars: Jedi Survivor, no shot." No. No shot. Not with how that game launched. I mean, it'll probably it, make several categories. It'll make categories, Game yeah. of the year, no. No. See, for me, game of the year, I think it's going to be this six. Legend of Zelda, Baldur's Gate, Alan Wake 2, Spider-Man, Mario Wonder, Resident Evil. 
that's going to be the six it's going to be. That, in my opinion, that I feel like that's the, that that's like the biggest headline six. Which that's just one of those things that because of how packed this year was, there are so many games getting shafted from even being in the nomination. That's just like not it, they're not going to win it. Obviously, it's a two man race. But it's just like they still are deserving of the nomination, but they're just not going to make it in. I mean, it's my year. I got to push Pikmin four for everything. Hey, best selling Pikmin game of all time, baby. <laughs> best pick, best selling Pikmin game of all time. I chose a camp, but I stayed in it, regardless of whether I've played the games. That's the truth. That's the thing, though. He hasn't <laughs> played the games, but he's he's a Pikmin guy. <laughs> he's a Pikmin guy. Gotta gotta respect the the stance taken. <laughs> yeah. He, that's like he found it. He found a hill he didn't care about, and he's gonna die on it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> accurate. Oh, this is here. Okay. No, I, I will also be curious to see if there's like if they're gonna introduce like any new categories of some capacity. You know, I mean, I don't know what categories they could introduce. I know the biggest one that people have been like kind of asking for is like a not every year thing, but like maybe every other year, depending on the year, is like a remake remaster category. Yeah, because that's just becoming such a more of a common well, yeah, thing I mean, in gaming. The, the, it's like. The problem is because, like the last couple of years, it's like it was like two two games in every category were either remakes or remasters. Yeah, and it, besides like the family friendly category. Yeah, just because that one you can always find like bangers for. You think they would ever do a um, best interface category? Explain. I don't think so, but that'd be interesting. It would be interesting. Well, I say interface. I guess my more technical would be uh, control schemes. Because, I mean, some games have very intricate and interesting control schemes versus others are pretty trash. Uh, I think that kind of gets lumped in, in a sense, with uh, accessibility. Because don't they have an award? They, they do have they, an accessibility. Yeah, I, have I, an accessibility I, think that get, I think that gets grouped in with that, in okay. a sense. Yeah, uh, Steve said he thinks Starfield will beat out Resident Evil in terms of the six nominees. That would, Resident Evil is the one that I would drop. Yeah, uh, be just because it is a remaster. It, it, just because it is a re- it is a like a remake. Yeah, that's the one that I think could get dropped in favor of like the Starfield. Just even though it's, it's done better than Starfield. Correct. Uh, he. What about Armor Core Six? I mean, it'll get some nominations. It'll for sure. definitely get some nomination. It probably will win a couple categories. Hey, I'm he, be honest. Here's a, here's a very random question because it wasn't even eligible for any awards last year because of release. Do you think Midnight Suns will get any nods for any nope. category? Maybe because RPG. It, because it came out in December of last it, year. So it, it's I don't think it, this I don't award. think it can get nominated for RPG. We it, it's like I think there's enough games that came out this year that are high thing. profile yeah. that are that will take it, that'll take it out. Yeah. Because uh it's like Hogwarts Legacy is going to be in that category. Final Fantasy is probably going to be in that category. Sea of Stars is going to be in that category. Yep. Starfield's going to be in that category. Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate's going to be win that category. They'll probably give a slap on the ass and put like Fire Emblem in that category. But yeah, it's like the problem. Yeah, Midnight Suns might get shafted. It, it, yeah, yeah that's, that's the problem with it is it's not going to go anywhere because yep. every, the categories where it should go this year had too much. It just <laughs> is chock full of shit. Yeah, just had way too much going on. No, because I mean, like, just looking at the list of games that came out this year, man, it's just, it's, it is baffling. <laughs> like, this is one of the wildest and best years it's in gaming finally we've one ever of had. Our, our recession from the COVID. I era. know, I know. Like, everything's coming up. You know, let's not forget Octopath Traveler too. That came out this year. Oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, know, I know it came out. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, mean, I just haven't thrown it out there because I was like, yeah. 
It's it, Octopath Traveler. It's a solid game. It's know, gonna get missed. I already mentioned it. High Five Rush will get nominated for sure. Uh, we actually have a, a couple of contenders for a fighting game category with Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. No, I think Street Fighter wins that by default. Oh, yeah. MK1 came out. I forgot about that. Yeah, it It's did. already got DLC coming out. Yeah, it does. Omni-Man's yeah. already Omni-Man. out. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. But yeah, it's like Mortal Kombat. Well, I think... I actually haven't seen a whole lot of Mortal Kombat, but while I think Mortal Kombat is probably the more f- fun game for the average player. Street Fighter 6 is going to win that game. Easily. Oh, yeah, like, Street Fighter 6. By far. Easily. That, the, Street Fighter 6, not only is it a, like, it's a Street Fighter game that is, like, that I have fun watching, which usually I don't have fun watching Street Fighter uh, for whatever reason. I understand it's, like, a great technical game, but I've never enjoyed watching it. Street Fighter 6... I, I it's probably what I watched the most of during Evo this year. Uh, and as far as accessibility options in gaming, Street Fighter might win. I was about to say, because it has a lot. I remember it seeing has something a, about that. It has an insane amount of uh, accessibility options uh, in that game. So it's like, it, it actually has a decent shot at winning that category. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like Street Fighter should, in my opinion, Street Fighter should win. Uh, like fighting game and get some good nods for some other categories too. Yeah. No, this is going to be one of the better game game awards uh, in just terms of the the like nominees and the award winners that we've had in years because of just how stacked it is. Uh, I I'll be honest with you, fully transparent. I don't even know if we're going to attempt to do a live stream for the show. I okay. really I really don't because number one, we have horrible luck with that fucking show. Well, hey, it's me fun. or him it's will get fine sick. with me every year. Uh, me or him will get sick every damn time. Hey, I showed up in chat last year for about 15 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> but then also, dude, Zach, that thing beat us down. Oh, it was draining. Dude, as that thing out. beat us down. So I'm kind of tempted just to sit back on my couch and just watch it and have a good time. I'm going to be fair. <laughs> if we didn't have other jobs, I think it'd be an easy run. But hey. See, that's the thing. Like, Yeah, I mean, like obviously when the time comes where this is all we're doing... We're live streaming it no matter what every year on the dot. We're doing it, but bro. We got other shit. I'm tired. <laughs> like I'm sorry. No, that because it's even even you know another example of uh, something that I do with that is of course ATFS with the draft. Uh, draft is always really fun and high energy because it it also helps because like we have like five or six people all like talking at once kind of thing. But man, this past year, oh buddy, I felt it this past year. I was tired about like a pick ten. I got 22 more picks to go. I'm I'm exhausted, guys. Just gotta power through it. I see. I see y'all do that. Like around the time of like, fuck, they're still going. It's like shit. When we like when you brought me in to do the the fantasy draft, I wasn't even there because I I like you messaged me like last minute. So I was like, I was like, yeah, I guess I'll take part in it or something. Got busy and I was like, fuck it, I'll just walk in there to do that. I was I came back like twenty minutes later and it was on like pick three, and I'm sitting there I'm like, I'm like, how many more fucking rounds I got of this shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, uh, nah, just have a watch party. I mean, that's what we essentially do. You know, like we've only done it like what twice. It was when Mass Effect was revealed, and you know, it was me and you did it. Uh, and twice then, sounds right. Yeah, and then last year, the other two times horribly you guys sick, got sick horribly sick me and oh John. yeah last year was bad <laughs> and the year before that the thing is like i think 
I think I was already sick. And then John got sick, like, the day of. Like, it was brutal. So I haven't decided if we're going to do any sort of watch party for the Game Awards. Have not decided, because last year was so I ain't gonna, fucking if, draining. If you if you mention that, I ain't going to come around you guys for weeks, because I'm pretty sure you <laughs> got me sick last year. <laughs> I'm fine every year. I've been solid. Yeah, you've, you've been ready to go every time. I don't know. We'll see if we do something for the show. I have not decided. I'm currently leaning no, but we'll see. I did get, obviously, since it is the Game Awards, I did get a nice little copyright on that thing very quickly when we were done. Uh, I think it was because of some song that was played throughout it. Probably. I don't, I don't remember. So I don't know. We'll see. Haven't decided. Uh, still talking about awards, though. I did have this on the weekly wrap-up, but I'll go ahead and shout out now. The Golden Joystick Awards took place. Uh, this past week, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, running its sweep. A lot of awards for Baldur's Gate yeah, 3. Ba- yeah, I think it was Baldur's Gate 3, like, broke, like, was record-setting seven awards. Yes. Uh, so going through it, uh, best storytelling, Baldur's Gate 3. Still playing award, No Man's Sky, shout to that. Best visual design, Baldur's Gate 3. Studio of the Year, Larian Studios, naturally. Best game expansion, Phantom Liberty. All right, cool. Love to see that. Best indie game, Sea of Stars. Best VR game, kind of a limited category on that one. Horizon Call of the Mountain, no surprise. Best multiplayer game, Mortal Kombat 1. <laughs> okay. That this one is, was shocking. That's I was, weird. <laughs> I was kind of laughing at this uh, when I was initially clicking on it earlier. I would not. I would not. That is just like someone, dis- I think someone decided Mortal Kombat 1 needs an award. <laughs> it needs something. And they, did, something. They, and they looked through it and went, this is the only one that we can give it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Best audio, Final Fantasy 16. Uh, best game trailer. Game trailer, specifically. Uh, went to Phantom Liberty. Uh, best uh, streaming game, Valorant. Uh, best game community, Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, best gaming hardware, PSVR 2. That's interesting. Well, there's not much to there compete was, with yeah. in that I mean, category. Yeah, I, yeah, there's not. Uh, Breakthrough Award, uh, Cocoon Geometric Interactive. Uh, Critics' Choice Award, Alan Wake 2. Shout out to that. Uh, best Lead Performer, Ben Starr from Final Fantasy, playing Clive. Best Supporting Performer, Neil Newborn, playing Asterion in Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> Shout out to that one. That was also a weird one. Why do you say that? God, because in, in my experience with Baldur's Gate 3, he's the one character that I have never had in my party. Asterion really? has such a following. He's on. got a I, I understand he's got a following, but it's one of those where it's like, I personally never used him while playing, so I don't I don't know. I don't know how good he is. <laughs> so he's he's solid. A lot of his voice lines. There is there. a very big simp community. For Asterion. Oh, it's ridiculous. And to give some flame to that fire, I'm going to out my girlfriend here. So she's a massive Baldur's Gate 3 player, right? And she was playing Baldur's Gate 3. I was going in her office to tell her something. I don't remember what it was. And as I'm going into her office, she quickly gets up from her desk and starts pushing me out of her office as I'm telling her whatever I tell her. I'm just like... What's going on in here? And I kind of was it a Asterian sexy scene? It was an Ast- <laughs> They were having sex. <laughs> they were having sex at camp, and I'm just looking at the monitor, and I'm just laughing. You gotta knock before you go in when someone's playing Baldur's Gate. I did. Knock. She gets sucked I, off every I, day at camp. I, I did knock. Okay. Hey, hey! If there's not a response, and you know they're playing Baldur's Gate, give it a few. <laughs> give it a few. Okay, my bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, back to the list. Uh, Nintendo Game of the Year, Tears of the Kingdom, naturally. Uh, PC Game of the Year, Baldur's Gate 3, naturally. Xbox Game of the Year in that uh, limited category, Starfield. PlayStation Game of the Year, this Resident was, Evil 4. This was where I was like, <laughs> this is a weird pickup here. Poor Spider-Man. I, th- I think Spider-Man loses out by some sort of deadline. Does it? Uh, I think I, so. I, I think so, because otherwise it makes no sense why this would be Sony Game of the Year. Okay. All right. That 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 makes sense. Considering when the golden joystick takes place, I, that would make the most sense. Yeah, because, I mean, Spider-Man just came out, what, two weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, two weeks ago. So, yeah, no, yeah. I don't think it, it got beat by deadline. Uh, most wanted game, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and the ultimate game of the year, Baldur's Gate 3. You know, most wanted game, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I guess I'm just... I'm not I on don't, the train. I don't care. Sorry, I don't. I'm not excited about that. I'm not. I I don't care. I haven't even played the the remake. The, I, the it's Final like Fantasy remake. I I've played. I've. I mean, I played it. It was. It was fun, but it's one of those where, like, in my opinion, it wasn't anything special. Like the remake, at least remake right. was fun, but it wasn't. In like it wasn't to the level that people try to make it out to be, in my opinion. Hmm. Uh, but also. It's, that's coming from someone who had no zero attachment or zero nostalgia for the game. Right. Like, in the first place. Uh, in terms of the Game Awards, Allison said she'll send lots of vitamin C that we need to have a watch party. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that it was, it was draining last year. Me and Zach were... God, dude, I think it was like halfway through. Me and you had no energy. I mean, it, it became a very lackluster. Yeah, at some point, yeah. It became a very lackluster, uh, you know, thing to be hanging out with uh, for game aesthetic. It was a very lackluster game aesthetic experience, to say the least. We were very tired, <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. And uh, to join in on the Asterian simp community, we do have Steve in here saying Asterian with a drool face. So even Steve is in the simp community of Asterian. So that's you know, he's got a big community. Team Carlock. There you go. That that, that too. I mean, I've. Carlac, Shadow Heart. It's just, it's just, it's, it's a, it, which, which campaign are we talking? <laughs> yeah, it's like which one? It's like it depends on, depends on the character. Uh, so that's all. <laughs> so that's all I had for the main stuff. Uh, we ready to hit the weekly wrap up? Sure. Uh, John's I'm been do, playing I'm an idle game runs, runs, man. He's Weekly been doing rap. he's I've been, been doing that for like the last I've twenty been, minutes. I've been I've been doing my forum runs on RuneScape. Uh, I bet. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to shout out just a few things that took place uh, when we went on break last week. Uh, so the Gears of War creator believes Gears needs a God of War style reboot. Uh, I completely agree. I entirely agree. Uh, with how the fourth one and the fifth one were, I 100 percent agree to that. Marcus Phoenix is a skeleton. <laughs> Uh, let's see. 100 staff were laid off at Bungie, including Michael Salvatore. If even he gets laid off, no one's safe. Like, yeah. no one is safe if Michael Salvatore gets laid off. For the people that don't know that name off the top of your head, uh, that is, of course, the legendary award-winning composer to, that's done everything for Halo from the original to what we have today. I mean, he is the GOAT in that category and winning multiple awards. So even if he gets laid off, no one's safe, man. Uh, This was really random. I thought it was super interesting. Uh, Daredevil, the man without fear, was released online. This was a PlayStation 2 game in development that was supposed to release alongside the movie. Uh, Development was going quite slow, so they decided to not release it along the movie but still release it 
and then it just got canned altogether. But the game was pretty much done, and some devs who worked on it managed to scrounge up and get a hold of the game, and they released it online to play. So just it's just one of those interesting little like time capsule things that took place a, a week ago that I thought was pretty fascinating. Uh, there was also, uh, per Sega, the development of its first super game is on track to release in 2026. The budget is expected to be over $800 million. New monkey ball. So oh, that's going to be a hell of a monkey ball game. <laughs> that is going to be a hell that's, of a monkey ball no, game. No, here you go. Super monkey ball world. There you go. <laughs> no, I, I saw something on, uh, but with community notes that it's not one singular game, but multiple games. Oh God, not not this again, Sega. Stop. Yeah, I, I don't know, but, but I mean, they, they're referring Sega themselves uh, has referred to it as their super game, and that the budget's over eight hundred you know, mil. When the first time you said super game, my initial response is, "What do they mean by super game?" See, because exactly. they're it it's either it's either a massive game or Sega is gonna be weird. It's just be gonna be Cosmic Care you smashing through Sonic characters in tennis. <laughs> uh, next thing we had was Konami says more Silent Hill remakes are in development, so that's good. I'm glad Konami is actually really getting back into game. Didn't one of the Silent Hill games drop and do terribly? Did it? I, I don't know. I thought I don't. Th- I don't. I know. remember seeing some article about so, one of the Silent Hill things that they announced. Was received very poorly by somebody, by critics or something. I haven't seen anything yet because I don't think anything's come out yet. I think uh, the couple Silent Hill things we've seen are still in the works, aren't they? Because there's, there's like the remake and there's a whole new game. And I thought there was yeah, like. Yeah, I, I don't remember seeing anything about it. I mean, there, there was like be. four Silent Hill things that were released, that were announced. Yeah, like a I show. I remember a seeing re- something on one of remake and then uh, a completely new game, but I don't know what else. There was the show, there was two, there was the. F- weird flower one and then there was the one that was like just static oh yeah i don't, I don't know well, well i'd I'll, have to see if i can I'll, find the article because yeah, i remember seeing something about one of them uh last of the season two is set to begin filming in early 2024 shout out to that uh diablo 4 vessel of hatred was announced at blizzcon uh there really wasn't a whole lot of like massive announcements at blizzcon in my opinion uh but that's just someone who's not a, a big blizzard guy at this point i mean uh, the next uh, few WoW expansions were announced. The next three, uh, the World Saga, I think, is what it's called. I did not see an. Inc- I saw some. I saw some hype around this on Twitter from like the you know the WoW community that I kind of follow, but I did not see like overwhelming like oh my god that my like this just blew my balls off. Yeah, everyone's just like okay, yeah, that's cool. Well, it's know, WoW. Look, looking forward to it. Yeah, at least at least the WoW stuff got some sort of reaction. All the Diablo Four shit, it's just like. I think, I think nobody gives a shit anymore. That was quick. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where people are, when you have such good alternatives in that genre to a game, and uh, they're yeah. slow to respond, or slow to fix some of the problems that people have with it, they're not going to come back. Diablo 4 had its chance. Steve says, "What three expansions are are is this news to you, or are you trying to back up that there is an extreme amount of hype? Because I, I didn't see a whole lot. There's there's a ton of hype. Okay, I didn't personally see it. I understand why there would be a ton of hype. The general, 
Uh, now, see, okay, now that, now, okay, Chris Metzen being back, that is, I saw more hype around that than I saw anything else with WoW. If I'm jog, my, jog my memory. Who's Chris Metzen again? Well, he's, uh, like, he's, like, one, like, one of the OG dudes with WoW and everything, and Blizzard, he's, like, the voice of Thrall, stuff okay. like that. Like, he's, he's one of the OG guys, and he's back. Like, Steve, full transparency, I saw more excitement around Chris Metzen being back than I saw about anything else with WoW. Like, the WoW Classic stuff, the three expansions, like... Like that was the biggest thing that I saw out of it. It's like, oh my God, Chris Metzen's back. This absolute legend. I saw well, more happen. The only that. thing I, I I think I saw about WoW Classic was the fact that Cataclysm is actually gonna come to WoW Classic, I think. Which the article I saw was like uh I think it was titled something along the lines of like uh WoW Classic gets controversial cataclysm expansion, even though that's why most people wanted classic. I did actually see that. So it's 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 funny that they're just re going through the cycle. So by the time by the time they they kind of catch up with it, they're gonna have to release like wow, classic, classic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve is assuring me there is hype. These are his expansions. All right, well that's great. I you know, shout out to the wow community, man. That's awesome. Uh, I, the most exciting thing that came out of this lead up to BlizzCon is that Heroes of the Storm got a bunch of patches. That's that's the most exciting thing for me personally. Uh, there was also like a new Overwatch character revealed, and I think a couple other character revealed. Um, yeah, that's is what it is. Whatever. I'm ho- I'm still ho- feel bad for the Overwatch community. I, I do too, because uh, we also got this week that Overwatch League is officially dead. Yeah, uh, I saw that. So they're 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 pulling they're pulling the plug on that one. Uh, Allison popping back in hots. Uh, there's no actual like new content update, uh, Allison, but uh, I, I, I safely assume it, it's probably Microsoft because when, when this deal was done with Microsoft Activision Blizzard, uh, it was it was noteworthy that Microsoft went in and fixed the servers and bugs for pretty much every old Call of Duty game. Uh, and it's kind of the same thing with HOTS. I, I, it's not confirmed if that was Blizzard or Microsoft, but uh, there is actually a new update on HOTS PTR right now that it just all it does is it just fix a ton of bugs. So, no, I mean, HOTS is definitely not coming back, unfortunately, but, I mean, it's cool to see that, you know, it, it at least got fixed in a lot of ways because there's still a lot of people that actually play it. Uh, game is not coming back, though, unfortunately, but uh, at least the game did get fixed. Like a lot of care. There was even there was even nerfs and buffs, and I'm just like, wow, they went the extra yards for that, man. And not only do they fix a bunch of bugs, they actually nerf some people, buff some people. So I mean, it's a very very long update. Uh, Damn, so sad. I miss playing it, but it's too toxic. I never uh, never stop playing Overwatch because it's so toxic. I mean, I feel you. Uh, Hots had its toxicity just like Overwatch. Steve says no one cares about Overwatch at this point. They don't. I Um, I actually saw someone (laughs) on my. I think it was on my Steam's friends list, play Overwatch for the first, like Overwatch 2 for the first time. I was like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck are you doing? It's like, who who hurt you? (laughs) Who hurt you? (laughs) Overwatch is more toxic than League at this point. I I would... That's debatable. I feel like that is debatable. Yeah, I mean... I I don't know, because I feel like, I, I feel like League at this point, this could just be like, me in the way that because I've, I've learned over time that i don't like when playing multiplayer games when there's a text box for like chat in that that just doesn't exist in my brain mm-hmm. unless something funny is said and then my brain <laughs> recognizes it but all the toxicity of <laughs> that fair. just so gets fair. like it just gets filtered out for me i just i i don't see it yeah that's i feel that so I it's like that. 
for me, I feel like a, there's got to be a large part of the community that is either that way or they've just like minimized it and turned it off. Yeah. Or just disabled chat altogether. Yeah, it's like they, I feel like the league community had to do that after like after a certain period because it's like in that game you don't need it's at the point where you don't need to chat. Yeah. It's like they have enough pings in that game where you could play a game and communicate via pings. Just right. like Apex. No. <laughs> Man, I played Apex for years with no mic with no comms. It was easy. Oh yeah. I mean when I when I played Apex, it was like would like I would I would be a Discord with whoever I was playing with. And it'd maybe just be two of us there. It's like the third person, it's like well, I'll kind of ping shit every now and then for you, but I'm I'm not getting in here and talking. <laughs> so cute Fair. For, for three years with no comms. I mean, I I did fine. Yeah. Uh, I will also just kind of add, you know find a little note on this and move on with the nobody cares about Overwatch. I feel like now that everything is done and Xbox, you know, Microsoft, you know, they own Activision Blizzard and you know Phil Spencer, you know, he led all, you know, he was one of the leads for BlizzCon and just kind of really kind of emphasizing like, you know, like he really wants Blizzard to be Blizzard. You know, he wants Blizzard to be have the same energy they once had before. Let's be honest. I think everyone can read the room. Activision meddled their fingers and everything. I mean, they did. I mean, we saw it with what they did with Bungie and Destiny, where when Bungie got away from Activision Blizzard, they were like popping champagne because of how glorious it was. And I, I kind of feel like that's what happened with Overwatch. And we saw uh, Jeff Kaplan leave, you know, who Overwatch was his baby. That was his thing. And it's like ever since he's left, it's like it, the game doesn't really feel like it's the same game. Uh, I don't personally think Overwatch 2 was a thing anyone ever really wanted to do, you know? Uh, I feel like Overwatch was meant to just be Overwatch. No, I mean, uh, I can... I, can... I, I understand Overwatch 2 in one capacity. They did want to change engine. That's, that part's fair. Well, that I, part's fair. I but. can understand it to an extent because yeah. there's a difference between games like Overwatch than games like League or yeah. like Dota 2 necessarily. Because like the, the the jump from Dota being a mod to Dota 2 is it's basically taking modded game, making it into a full game, and, yeah. just, and just giving respect to the original mm-hmm. or like the original thing there. And in something like League, you don't have to make a second game of that. You don't ever have to yeah. make a two. But for something like Overwatch, where you've kind of created this world and you want to expand on it in that, you have to, You at some point, you have to, like, cut it off and, and give it a relaunch if you want to change the lore to some of these characters or mm. progress them in any any reasonable sense. So I can I can understand what like doing a relaunch at that point. Right. Or like it kind of hits a point where like there's everything from Overwatch. Maybe you want to change how it, some of the stuff works. You want to you want to completely redo a certain aspect of it. And if you just do that in the base game without like giving some reason behind it, it's going to piss everyone off. You're still going to piss everyone off, but they get less pissed off if it's a, a a new game right. as opposed to just a massive change to what they're playing. Right. Granted, it is just it at the end of the day, it's just Overwatch again. Right. It's just it, it gave them it, an, it gave them an opportunity to give a new face to everything. Right. Which after a certain point, like it's like I can understand wanting to do that. Yeah. You know, I'll just be curious to see, you know, as time is progressing, like, you know, how much Blizzard kind of 
I guess makes Overwatch great again because I mean Overwatch is like the it's a great it's an awesome world like lore wise it's a really cool set of characters and world but so I'll, I'll be looking forward to seeing what like Microsoft the freedom they'll give Blizzard and what Blizzard can actually do with it so uh, the last thing from the break week was Xbox is teaming with InWorld to bring AI characters and storylines and more into games the AI story continues <laughs> so that is uh, that's gonna I mean it, I could. Yeah, I get that it's going to help speed up like game development and stuff where you have like AI set created characters and storylines, you know, but it's just like AI kind of just continuing to take over every industry we have is just dog shit up front. Uh, more up to date stuff. We did have a new Steam Deck announced. Steam Deck OLED was announced this past week. Uh, I think it's releasing in two weeks. Uh, comes with a 512 gigabyte and one terabyte. I typed in 11 terabyte though. That is a, that's a big memory. That'd be the case. Uh, three to 12 hour battery life, 549 to 649 pricing, November 16th release. Uh, Steam Deck 2 is in development in terms of just general concept, uh, but it is years away due to the lack of tech that is already right now that would be price effective, uh, which that is completely fair. That's completely justified for what they're trying to go for for the Steam Deck. So, uh, it's cool to see that the OLED is happening for the Steam Deck with general improvements. Uh, in seven day was this past week, and it just gave us a, a look at the new Pro Tag for the next Mass Effect. So shout out to that. Had a lot of people dissecting the poster that came out aggressively, and the current lead director of the game is not helping the case at all because he uh, responded to like one of his, you know, one of the other like devs or whatever the directors were just like, he's just like, oh good. They haven't noticed the other thing yet, you know, you know, because they like people are picking out this part or picking out this part, and he's like, he already left the tease that there's something else that people have not found, uh, and, and you know, just trying to dissect it every way possible. So, I mean, the, the new character looked cool. Uh, kind of gave like uh, uh, almost like a like an agent vibe. I mean, they were wearing an N7 vest, but it almost gave like a secret agent sort of vibe to it. So, I don't know. Don't screw it up. That's the big thing. Don't screw it up. Uh, I, I know one thing that kind of was getting around on uh, Twitter was that Mass Effect uh, won't release until like, I think it was like 2029 or something like that. Uh, but that was completely out of context. Uh, that was Jeff Grubb, who I've reported on a lot. He's a great insider, hilarious in every way that he does with all of his podcasts and stuff. If you listen to his clip, he's making a complete ballpark guess strictly on how the development of Dreadwolf has gone. <laughs> Like, that's all his logic was. He's like, man, without Dreadwolf's gone, Mass Effect's not coming out until 2029, guys. Like, let's just go ahead and set our expectations. Personally, my expectation, uh, the new Mass Effect is not coming out until, like, the PS6 and whatever the next Xbox is. It's not coming out this generation. If it does, it's going to be a cross-gen game. I mean, it's their one shot. They screwed up a second time. Mass Effect may be dead. It's fucked. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say Mass Effect and Drama's Combat was really fun. So good. The game itself? It's a game. It's mid. <laughs> it's a game. It's very mid. I quickly beat Breath of the Wild to jump over to Mass Effect Andromeda, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, so next, just a couple sales. Uh, Spider-Man 2 sold 5 mil copies in its first 11 days of release. Shout out to that. And Mario Wonder sold 4.3 in its first two weeks of release. So some good sales numbers right out of the, right out of the gate for those two. Uh, there was a Smash Switch bundle announced for the holidays. It is a Switch OLED. It comes with the Smash Joy-Cons, but it doesn't have the Smash dock. I was just like, damn, what a what a missed opportunity. You have the cool I have, yeah, I that's have what it. you have. That's the that's the one I have. <laughs> the Joy-Con suck, but the dock is cool. Yeah. The the dock it's it's one of the well, I'd say up and up until the like this last year of like special edition switches that they've come out with, it had the coolest dock. Yeah. But this like in the last like twelve months, 
Like, just look at behind you. There's some fucking cool ones. This one is still my favorite of the, the uh, uh, Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the one in particular I was thinking that's of. That's still my personal favorite. I'm not a huge fan of these Joy-Cons. They look cool, but I do like the Zelda dock quite a bit. So. I kind of wish the Zelda dock like, was a bit different color shaded so that it popped more. Yeah. I agree. That's why. That's why I still prefer the the. Honestly, I just prefer the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet OLED as a whole. Like the whole back with like like the every the the, everything look. about that one is cool. Peak, absolute peak, masterpiece. Uh, but yes, there is a Smash Switch bundle for the holidays uh, that's come with the Joy Cons. There's also a Super Mario Party bundle with red and blue Joy Cons, uh, like a dark blue, not the traditional light blue, announced for the holidays. Honestly, this is like. Two two little bundles like this, like, and it's obviously since there's no Smash stock, but Smash Joy Cons. What this all kind of indicates to me is they're just trying to clear stock. You know, like, I mean, it, I, obviously we know the next console is coming out next year, even though they continued to play it off because with these announcements and with all the quarterly sales reports, they continue to play off that oh, you know, we're not we're not doing anything. You know, because obviously they're trying to push units. They're trying to push units. Um, but you know, this just tells me that, yeah, all right, let's clear some stock. Let's clear some stock. Uh, 2023 was the second best year for the switch software sales in history though, only behind 2020, uh, did get an update for the top 10 best selling switch games. So Mario Kart eight, of course, still number one at 57 mil animal crossing at 43 mil smash at 32 mil breath of the wild at 31 mil. Uh, Mario Odyssey at 26 mil, Sword and Shield at 26 mil as well, Scarlet and Violet at 23 mil, Super Mario Party at 19, Tears of the Kingdom coming in at 19, and new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe at 16. Some others they made sure to specify was Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury at 12 mil, Switch Sports at 10 mil, and Pikmin 4 at 2 mil. Woo! And I will say every number I just said, the sales numbers are over that. I just didn't want to have to go through every single one of those and say 19 point, whatever, you know, 26 point, whatever. It's all North. It's all North. Uh, at this point, tears of the kingdom should be past 20 mil. So, uh, Sony has delayed, uh, half of its 12 planned live service games beyond March, 2026. I'm sure everyone is so distraught by that news. Uh, already mentioned overwatch league is dead. Uh, free radical gets also hits with layoffs. That is the team that was preparing for the reboot of time splitters. So now we'll see if time splitters even happens. A lot of a lot of layoff news over this past couple week. I saw you know with the Bungie stuff. I think Sony may have been hit with some as well. The free radical stuff. Um, I don't know if any. I, I want to say I saw someone else, but I'm not sure who. But uh, and that's all I had for the weekly wrap up this week. So you boys got anything else? Got anything else to shout out? Exo Primal season two. Bunch of Street Fighter mechs in the game right oh, now. Oh yeah, it's the Street Fighter one. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot all about that. Yeah, Ryu, Chun-Li, and uh, Guile. Mm, okay. I know. Was it Guile or Akuma? One of the two. I forget. Mm. Uh, wanted to just shout out. I haven't I haven't mentioned it uh, in a, any of our latest episodes. Uh, Worlds has been going on for League, and uh, currently we're at semifinals, but it's like one of the teams qualified for finals. The, uh, the ga- other the next game for qualifying for Worlds should be, I believe, tonight. Uh, but it's in Korea, so it's happening late. Oh, rip. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like the game started like 10, 10 or 11. So is it going to be Korea and Korea again this year? No, uh, LPL is qualified. Oh! LPL is, the, is on one side of finals right now, and it'll be Korea on the other side. Hey, congrats to LPL. Also, well, LPL's... 
believe LPL's, LPL in the recent years has had a couple championships. But yeah, it's like I just wanted to shout it out because we're about at finals, and it's like I've I've been mostly watching it or watching like the games after the fact, mm-hmm. that, like the entire time it's been happening. Yeah, just haven't been mentioning it because it, if you don't if you don't give a shit about league, it's a lot to watch. Yeah. Also, shout out to the uh, the show getting its second season confirmed to launch uh, November of next year. What? Second season of what? Um, the Netflix show. Drawing a blank on the name. Arcane. Thank you. Oh. I you know. just said the show. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, second uh, season next November. But yeah. Just wanted to shout it out in case anybody was who wasn't like who didn't follow League Esports just hadn't heard. If you're curious at all, finals is about to be happening. It's always a it's always a big show. So I only knew finals was happening because their new uh, male pop idol group popped off. Yeah, oh, fair enough. But yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair. But yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. I'll be I'll, I'll I'll be like probably staying up some tonight to watch it and then catching up on it in the morning. Yeah, and then finals should be happening. I don't know when I don't know when finals are. They might might be next week. Hmm. You know, also just mentioning the second season of um, Arcane, whatever that, that is, reminded me out of the complete blue last year. For the game awards, didn't they have a best like adaptation category now? Did yes. they introduce that last year? Uh, was that game awards? I uh, thought it was. Yeah, I'm yeah, one, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It, I think it was because because, because uh, cyberpunk. Yeah, cyberpunk, cyberpunk, and arcane, and there was something else. Sonic, couple, yeah, Sonic, Sonic too. It's like they basically just. It's basically they wanted to have arcane and cyberpunk okay. go against each other, but they had to pull some other stuff because i'm wondering what would fill that category out because you'd have last of us you'd have mario and fnaf like what else would fill out that category i don't i don't remember what else came out this year that's a video game adaptation of a movie or show i have no idea that's the only three that i can think of off the top of my head so i don't know well i guess we'll see if they 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 repeat that category or not yeah it might just be one that they bring in when when they can when when there's enough to to do it like they probably created it just because they had two massive shows pop off yeah, and then they were like, "Okay, we got to fill this category up so that these two can compete." Yeah, so here's some other stuff. Enjoy. I mean, <laughs> Twisted Metal came out. Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, the category is gonna be there. They've got four. They can just they can throw in a couple others. They can pit, dig it up somehow, or just do the four. Like yeah, so the category will come back. I forgot all about Twisted Metal. I'm I'm gonna have to do a Google search once we're off the show and try to figure out like what other stuff came out this year because I'm drawing. As I want to say there there was some other things. I just don't I don't remember what. But uh, anyway, so I will hit the music and we will work our way out of here, boys. It's on you. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. Um, yeah, I still never figured out where we were going. We went on quite a few tangents today. All right. Do everything you said more. And uh, if you made it to the end with us and uh, enjoyed what you saw, uh, we, we do these live streams every Saturday at about 6 p.m. Central Time. So come check us out then. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll have Persona 5 Tactic on the slate. Uh, probably not Mario RPG. I'll have the game. I don't know if I'll get any time in on it. Uh, I am looking forward to playing it. Uh, I don't know what else we'll all have next week. Because uh, I know right now Black Friday sales are starting to come out. So I might shout out a couple of those. Like I know right now there's a uh, buy two, get one at Target. If you want to hit that one up. I think, uh, I think GameStop's got some stuff going on. So make sure to check out that. But also check us out at 
Agent Inc., of course, pick up a jersey, head over to Rogue Energy, use our referral link, and pick up some Rogue Energy. We appreciate that. Join the Discord. Uh, do everything they said. Check us out on our website, sparkthrough.com. You can sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month, and we'd appreciate the extra support. Uh, see you next week. Bye.